Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. Welcome back to Nightburn Elm Street. We're going to jump back into Nancy's classroom. Her teacher is <laughs> the landlord from the movie Kingpin. Yes. Oh, Lynn, shit. Lynn Shay. <laughs> That's her. And this is the the V, the fingers, the V, the tongue, everything. <laughs> Once you know this, you'll never unknow it. Yeah. It's fucking disturbing. You put that on your list, right, Joe? I think so. I think you have that on your list because, yeah. Um, which, which the list, if you guys want to steal anything from them, I'm just putting movies I think of on there. So oh, if no, you want no, to steal too. any of the movies, me too. We can give you them up to who them. we think will do the best. You know, we're really, exactly. you know, that's fine. It's totally I'm fine. just putting them on there because I'm thinking yeah. about them and I don't want to forget that they need to be done. I mean, we're all basically, this list makes, you know, us realize we're all planning to do this podcast for about 15 years. So. Yes, yeah. absolutely, man. Well, hopefully, uh, there's a lot of movies on those lists. One day we'll get some sponsorships. And, uh, you there you know. go. And also, if you're, if you're listening to this episode, join the Facebook group, um, Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash MOTCU. You know, you can get involved to the extent that you can tell us what movies you want us to cover on this show. Um, you know, we're open to suggestions, man. And if it's stuff that we haven't seen, even better. Because half the fun of this this podcast is doing the movies we love. But the other half is, is getting to see shit that I've never seen before that I develop a love for. Or, or that we fucking hate. Um, emphatically. Um, in the case... <laughs> I, I hate to keep bringing this up. I know, man. right? It's like we're beating a dead horse, but it ain't dead yet. <laughs> but god damn, that movie was bad. Yeah. Search and destroy. That's like the Squid Games of movies. <laughs> <laughs> so Nancy, uh, 
is falling asleep in class. And as we now know in this film, falling asleep is bad. Okay. Yeah. So we get this really clever transition. She gets this boring motherfucker to get up in the in the in the middle of class and recite some poetry. And as she falls asleep, his cadence changes and his you have to see i'm not going to do it justice go watch the movie but he just drones kind of like yes. i'm droning now yeah like he's colin robinson <laughs> yes and he you know? sucks here and but it it, yeah. it really does convey this idea of that like she's in another state of of mind yes yes so she sees tina in a clear body bag pay off because the black one wouldn't have worked as well exactly She's in the hallway and she's she sees this trail of blood as this invisible force is dragging this body bag through the hallway. Super fucked up. This is one of the most unnerving scenes in the movie. Yeah. For me at least. Um, but of course, this is eighties white girl uh horror movie stuff. I'm gonna follow the body bag. <laughs> uh-huh. Because, That's what you do. Because why not? I wanna see what's going on. She runs smack into um, the hall monitor, monitor, right? Who my wife dressed as for Halloween. Oh, that's so great! And the hall monitor is wearing Freddie's iconic uh, striped red and green sweater. Yeah. So, Joe, if you want to hit this clip for me, this is this is fantastic. Where's your past? Screw your past. dollar for every time i said hey nancy no running in the hallway i'd be a millionaire <laughs> because it's such a stupid it's creepy so line good. yeah and even the music the background music that yeah. synthesizer harpsichord is <laughs> yeah, just absolutely it's perfectly perfectly sculpted yeah man that, you know yeah the music yep. admittedly it it falls into the you know the sort of 80s like you said that synthesizer is yeah could be over the but i, I yeah. love it man it does oh no like, i love it too absolutely absolutely um, this is for me too this is like the first real taste of um the bugs bunny effect with freddie where yeah. like he shape shifts and he just loves fucking with people right right you know yeah he's he's he knows he already is fully has fully embraced the rules of dreams mm-hmm. where he can do and be anybody or anything that he wants. Yeah. So, you know, and that's, what's cool about Freddie as a character for me is like, he could have killed this girl at any, any time he wanted yeah, to. Exactly. Exactly. But he was more in it for the fucking, the chuckles. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remembered the trivia. <laughs> oh, hit me, hit me. It's about his sweater. So, uh, Wes Craven wanted the sweater to be red and yellow. And then he read an article in Scientific American yeah. about red and green being the two colors that are diametrically most opposed to each other. Get the and fuck said, all right, man. fuck it, it's red and green, and that's it. What? So, that yeah, is yeah. insane. Seriously. <laughs> Scientific American. Doug, do you remember 
the when they did the color rush year in the NFL, where the teams in Thursday Night Football were both wearing like the just solid color uniforms. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember like, the Jets was hideous with all green. Yeah. And, well, there was that's yeah. what there was the Jets versus the Bills, and it was green and red on the field. Yes, it exactly. Was most, it was like a Christmas game. It was like a demented Christmas game. Yeah, yeah. it was literally the worst <laughs> yeah. uniform combination ever. Yeah. But that's what it made me think of with the red and green. Because I I immediately thought of last Thursday's game because Seattle's uniform was fucking. Hideous. Oh, the fucking like highlighters. <laughs> Day glow. Yeah, the yellow, green, and highlighter just awful. Yeah. Anyway. I was, Thinking about their day, my eyes felt assaulted. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's the story on his sweater. <coughs> that's supposed to be red and yellow, and uh, and then he read a, a science magazine. <laughs> that's amazing. That's fucking things, amazing. Uh, yep. Now this scene brings to mind too the movie Scream, which Wes Craven uh, directed. Yes. He has a cameo in that film as a janitor in their high school where he's wearing this sweater. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like this yep. little throwaway moment where he's paying exactly. homage to this to this movie. So, yeah, exactly. Wes Craven was was on some other shit, man. It's fucking scientific. Oh, uh, he's. I mean, again, he also he he terrified my youth, and you know, <laughs> the hills have eyes, and Last House oh, on the yeah. Left. I mean, Last House on the Left. That was his first movie. Talk about controversial, polarizing, and fucked up. Nineteen seventy two. That was. That yeah, was rough, I man. I didn't see it in 72. I was only like nine. But um, seeing it later, they, yeah. So Wes Craven, he, that, that, man, that man knew his stuff, man. He really did. Yeah. Brutal the remake movie. of The Hills Have Eyes, too. The one yeah, that came out exactly. with the chick from yeah, yeah. Lost. Yep, yep. Ugh. So that, that moment is cool because, again, the acting in this movie, <laughs> I like Heather Lane Camp a lot. Yeah. Um, but she was very young in this. This may have been her first feature film. Yeah, it was very early on, and she didn't do much, really. Yeah. You Some know? of her deliveries are a little cringy. This is one of those yeah. moments. Screw yeah. your past. I know. Like, <laughs> you know, I think it might have been a budget seriously. thing. What's that? I, was saying, I, I doubt her commitment to sparkle motion. <laughs> <laughs> um I think I think some of that had to do with budget because they apparently they they had considered uh, Courtney Cox and Demi mm. Moore and some other bigger names um, and I think it just came down to budget. Okay. You know, they couldn't afford them and they got Heather, she whoever her agent knew somebody or something. But it's probably that's probably the situation. Yeah, they had to she, save she uh, fucking Jennifer Aniston for Leprechaun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe, add that to the list too. Uh, <laughs> fucking Warwick Davis, that fucking movie. All those movies are so. Good. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. Talk so about they, a movie that doesn't take itself seriously, and that's what makes it yeah. genius. Yeah, I, I find those movies highly offensive to my people. <laughs> <laughs> my people. Hey, they're my people too, but I I fucking laugh at it. <laughs> Hey, I'm closer in height to him than you are, Joe. <laughs> yeah, but my last name is Irish. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's hey, true. my my uh, my Irish last name is McAuliffe, so I, I you know that was my dad's uh, my dad's uh, original last name was actually McAuliffe. No, it wasn't. His mom's last name is McAuliffe. He was always a Christ, but I was say, did, did he change it to Christ for the church dollars? Yes, he did. Yeah, <laughs> he changed did. it to that so he didn't have to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> He knew all the loopholes, baby. Uh, do you like walking to stores like, I'm tax exempt and just show them your license? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I haven't tried that one. 
I, I would. I, I love the idea of you leaning into the last name, <laughs> trying to get you out of to, things. Man. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Trying to like get as much as you can out of it. Yeah. Like my sister. My sister was the opposite. She had problems with it. She couldn't wait to change it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I, I took my dad's route. I mean, just fucking lean into it and have fun with it. I don't <laughs> mind fucking with people, yeah. you know. And you know, but there's times too, really quickly that. You know, I won't correct somebody. They call me Christ, whatever. If it's a situation where I'm never going to see this person again, doctor's office or whatever, I just, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's me. And we just move on with our lives. But if I get an opportunity, yeah, fuck it. You know? No, do the sign of the cross on them and shit and fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't ever get angry. You know, it's all, it's all fun for me, man. Yeah. I don't get angry. I get even. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So Nancy makes her way down to the basement of her high school because fucking of course she does. Like, why not? She's in the boiler room. Um, this is a theme in this movie. Freddy's really into boiler rooms. Um, well, he was the janitor, right? He was, yeah, he was a janitor. Yeah. And so he's he, down there in a school. And also, like, you know, a low-budget movie, you have access to some basements and boiler rooms. They look creepy. I mean, you don't have oh, exactly. to do much. This was a prison. It was a, it was a decommissioned prison. Yeah, it was man. actually torn down not long after the movie was made. So she, she, uh, she does make her way down there runs into fred krueger proper and we get more awesome practical effects he cuts his titty open with his glove i know right yeah and the come on maggots man. are all there and and again yeah. this was early freddy where like you know those those pock marks and scars you see on his face they didn't run through his whole body in this first no. movie so no. he lifts his shirt up it's just robert england you know yeah uh, yeah he cuts his his chest open, his abdomen open, and this goo, this green goo, comes out, and it's it's wonderful, man. It's they did such a fantastic job with the effects. Um, I'm gonna credit Tom Savini. I don't even know if he had anything to do with this movie, but it feels very <laughs> Tom Savini well, to me. Yeah, it does. I'll I'll yeah, you keep talking, I'll check. I, I don't know that he did, <laughs> but I'll definitely check this out. If it wasn't him, it was somebody he knew or inspired. Because man, it just it, they. You know, in that in that sort of like trauma, like you know, I don't know. Yes. It just it just feels very homegrown and very effective. Uh, he was um, not in the makeup department, uh, special effects. Nope, he was not. Okay, he did well, not. It was a team. It was a whole team. Sorry, guys. Um, and I mean, you know, how if lane, you if you were in yeah. a team of the special effects of this movie and you happen to listen to this podcast in this episode <laughs> how pissed would you be if i said fucking tom savini i know right They're like fuck yeah. you man that guy wasn't even <laughs> i'm so sorry and a more and a more pluggy point if you are someone who was involved in this movie and you're listening to this podcast please reach out to us because we'd love to have you on oh like, yeah we'll, we'll do the whole movie again yeah, or yeah. any other movie that you've been a part of a special effects we'll just no. do that movie yes. and have you on you know what i thought would be like a cool idea is if we did bonus episodes where we actually interviewed people from like movies if we could get like anybody that ever wanted to talk about it and it didn't hey, have to be like main cast it could be like you know i am uh, engineer I, sound guys. i have i have no shame and i will email anybody you want yeah dude we can talk well, about that after and i will fucking do it because the worst thing that's going to happen is you get a no yeah where, where's I, so. Where's the lead grip? Where, where is he? Exactly. Say, I'll hey, take anybody. I'll listen, take I want you to punch boy. him right in his fucking face. I'll take the caterer. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> Doug, you, you beat me to best boy because that's my favorite title of all time. <laughs> I know. If you're a best boy, hit us up. Hit us up. First, I you know can what explain you do. what a best boy is. Yes. And then tell us about your your movie stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Freddie Freddy corners Nancy and, uh, you know, in the boiler room. And... 
he's fucking terrifying. He's flicking his tongue at her. He's oh he's, yeah. He's just this gross. You get to see the makeup close up for the first time, really, and he looks like a pizza. I think that was the inspiration for his makeup. He looks like a fucking yes, like a burnt pizza. It's yeah. incredible, man. Um, yep. You know they did study images of real burn victims for his makeup, the special effects, but the makeup people. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it, man. He's. I mean, listen, that image stayed with me throughout my whole adult life. I do artwork of Freddy Krueger now as a grown man. Um, there's something visceral about it, you know. Yes. Yeah. So she wakes herself up by burning herself on a on a hot yeah. pipe. Hot pipe. Yeah. yeah. Wakes up screaming in the middle of class. And we get to see the uh, the landlord from Kingpin again. <laughs> that tickles great? me to, to no end, man. Like I those know. are the only two things I know her from, by the way. Is Kingpin? Yeah, and I've her. seen her in some other stuff, but I'd have to look it up. But you know, it's funny. The, um, that scene sends me right back to our first Halloween episode, Halloween, because yes. that classroom scene was very similar. It was the same angle. Yep. That, you know, with the with the classroom yeah. window and her sitting in the back and stuff. It very instantly reminded me of Halloween. So. No, I don't know I if that was purposeful or not, but yeah. Was it because it also took place in California? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of well, it. This too. one actually did take place in California, so the palm trees weren't out of place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, say, That's though, the Venice Canal they're walking over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you compare those two movies, Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street, I love them both dearly, dearly, dearly. But the quality in Halloween for me surpasses Nightmare on Elm Street in almost every. <laughs> Every oh oh yeah it's it's not even close it's not fair to compare them yeah you know? yeah um oh I, i'm sorry lynn shay's other claim to fame is being uh the paranormal investigator in all the insidious movies oh <laughs> jesus yeah that's one of those things that's so yeah. obvious yeah. and yet i had she was no also in penny dreadful city of angels and okay yeah she's one of those people that you don't know until you you, you see her and you go oh yeah, yeah it's her you yeah. know so I feel yeah. stupid. I feel so stupid because yeah, it is obvious. She's in all the Insidious movies. She was very good in those movies. Damn. Okay. She's she's also she played <laughs> in 2015. She played Helen Keller in a movie called Helen Keller versus the Night Wolves. <laughs> what? <laughs> Add that to the list, please. <laughs> Did you say Helen Keller versus the Night Wolves? Oh, yes. Oh Helen. It, yep. Um, is, this, and, is, is it on? <laughs> I don't know, but the the IMDb. Uh, description is in yet another masterpiece by St. James, St. James. This film <laughs> explores the true story that the government didn't want you to know about Helen Keller, how Helen Keller really lost her eye, eyesight and hearing. Night wolves. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds what like some shit fuck? that fucking Charlie would pitch in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh Holy my fuck. God. It's got, it's got Barry Bostwick in it. <laughs> God, Barry no. fucking Bostwick. Is this some- and it's got Richard Real. It's got the fucking jumping conclusions, dude, from Office. Oh Space. shit! Oh my god! I'm sorry, we're digressing, but this is fucking beautiful. No, I'll <laughs> cancel this episode to watch this movie. <laughs> That's fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. That's a mystery yeah. science theater three thousand shit. Some other, there are some other semi uh, recognize. Oh, dude, the fucking the fucking airport dildo agent from uh, from Fight Club is in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We need, <laughs> we're going to watch. We're going to watch Keller this fucked Lindwolf. up, terrible movie. This is so fucking great. <laughs> All right, I can't even find it on YouTube. 
We're going to revisit got a, that. It's got a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. That's actually over 600 uh, ratings. 6.2. That's that's a that's got to be rating. fucking rigged. That's got to be rigged. <laughs> the, the director. All right, yeah. we're, we're, bonus episode. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in that. Um, oh, dude, this guy, the director, right? Uh, Ross Patterson. He he was in uh, the new guy <laughs> with with DJ Qualls. Um. So yeah, he's got a really storied past. Oh my oh, god! It, I'm not fucking with either one of you. That's going on the list in some capacity. Oh yeah, Helen Keller versus Nightwolves, baby. Yeah. All right. That's so fucking great. Anyway, go ahead. Nancy burns herself. She wakes up. She gets out of the dream. It's such a cool device that you're vulnerable in the dream, but not when you wake up. Yeah. It, you know this. This will power the rest of the movie. But that idea is very powerful. Um, where she burns herself, she she. This is kind of the moment when you realize she's not crazy. This is really happening. In right. real life, she has a burn on her arm. Now, it's not in remotely the same spot <laughs> where she burned herself I in, know, that, in yeah. that scene. Nope. Um, you know, so continuity errors aside, it, it delivers a powerful point, which is what happens in the dreams have a very real effect in, in life. And, and death is the most obvious. If he kills you in the dream, you're dead in real life. But... You know, uh, flesh wounds apply as well. So she's starting to learn the rules, and this will come into play as we get later into the movie because she takes advantage of that in a big, you know, a, a big way. You know, yeah. she she exploits that when she attempts to fight back against this this evil force. Um, so she visits Rod in jail because now that she's had this experience with Freddie, she's starting to doubt. Um, just the idea that he did this to Tina. She's, she yep. starts to understand that maybe he's not uh, at fault here and that, it, that Freddie is targeting these, these kids for some reason. Um, so, you know, he's, he's beseeching her. It's not, it's not me. You know, it's this guy. And, and he sort of describes what they've all been seeing, which is this guy with these knives for fingers. Um, Joe, if you want to hit this clip for me, he talks about the, uh, you know, just the physical description, and, and you kind of understand that they're all having the same experience. The fuck do I know? I don't expect you to believe me anyway. What did he look like? Did you get a look at him? No. Well, then how do you know that somebody else was there? Because somebody cut her while I watched. And you didn't get a look at it? You couldn't even see the fucker. You could just see... cuts happening. All at once. What do you mean, all at once? I mean... it was as if there were... four razors. Cutting her at the same time. But invisible ones. I probably could have saved. If I had moved sooner. But I thought it was just another nightmare. Like the one I had the night before. There was this there was this guy. 
getting nice for fingers. Yes, nice for yep. fingers. If I sounded distracted before we went to that clip, it's because the Just Surprise Me Patreon Facebook Messenger group is blowing up in my fucking ear. You Isn't guys. Hey. Isn't it great? Calm down, guys. I'm muted. I'm stoking. I'm stoking Steve Rowell just realized he's going to have to, like, you know, never talk to one of his kids again. <laughs> I'll take her because she's right. She is not right at She's all. She's 100% right. Because no. all you get from Smells Like Teen Spirit is, oh, life is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How are we going to do this? Fucking grow up. That's how you're going to do it. That's not what it's about faces. at all. It's about we're going to fuck shit up. No, it ain't. Yeah. And you know what? You guys never fuck shit up. You never, ever, ever fucked a thing up. All you did was whine about it. Oh, oh. Kirk Cobain fucked everything up. He literally trashed the stage every fucking show. No, Doug is coming to you with the hard fucking truth, man. Yeah. Yeah, you know what he is? He's fucking, he's that fucking Smashing Pumpkins song, all right? Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. Oh. He smashes up the stage, and then he leaves and goes back to his fucking mansion. Fuck then, that shit. It, no, he didn't have a mansion. He fucking put a shotgun in his mouth and blew his fucking brains out. Well, well, he didn't he, just whine about shit. He took he care did of that, it. He did that in the garage on the grounds of his mansion. <laughs> okay. It wasn't a mansion. It was a nice house. I'll take it. <laughs> Clean up the garage and move in. Guys, if you want to uh, listen, I, I feel confident in calling this the sister podcast of Masters of the Cinematic Universe. This were born of, of Just Surprise Me. Uh, check it out. Just Surprise Me is a podcast that Joe and Doug are on. I'm occasionally a guest, uh, but it's uh, an hour or so of a, a couple of guys talking about random bullshit. Yeah. And uh, it's a good Getting time, gross man. And, yeah. and if you're a Patreon uh, supporter, you get access to this group chat which is fucking exploding right now that's the best thing about the show it's better yeah. than the show actually <laughs> yeah half the time it's just one dude talking about spending a bunch of money and shit that he doesn't have money for and then everyone else shitting on him exactly that's very exactly. true that's, that's uh, patreon.com slash jism yep jism baby jism cast jism cast i'm sorry jism yeah, cast jism cast when you go to camp and a bunch of kids like pick on the one like kid who's got a broken arm and they just like jerk off all over his cast, head <laughs> jism cast. <laughs> oh, I need to. Be, I need to hear more about your youth, Joe. <laughs> oh man, that's kind of. But that's a great advertisement that's for true. the podcast. It is. It I is. Mean, it's, it's accurate. You get it's more 100% of that. One hundred percent accurate. You're more of that. Right. Yeah. So let's let's rock it through. We get more Nancy, okay? Nancy gets back home. She needs to unwind. She takes a bubble bath. Another iconic scene from this film. Um, yeah. Practical effects wise, this is fucking oh, nutty to me. It was fucking crazy. It's I weird. Tina seemed like she was in the bathtub under the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was uh, carving some fucking. <laughs> I can't do it. All right. So, so Nancy's in the bathtub, and she's obviously tired. She's gone through a lot. Okay, her friend's dead. She's visiting the, the supposed murderer in jail. She's getting, uh, you know, attacked in her dreams by this melted man. So she's drifting off into sleep in the bathtub. We get this iconic shot of a camera between her legs, and the clawed hands, hand of Freddy Krueger comes up as if to fucking slay her puss. Excuse my, <laughs> excuse my French, but it is, the thing is, it's sexual and it's horrific. 
Like everything yeah. about this on a psychological level is fucking terrifying. Um, and I think it was intentional too. Like this is a, a film that deals with adolescence and, and, you know, sex and, and, you know, coming into your own as an adult. Um, the placement of this camera is, you know, exactly where you would expect it to be. And when that hand comes up, it is uh, about to tear some holes in her fucking nightgown, man. It is, again, this is a melted pedophile. <laughs> I cannot yeah. stress this enough. Um, she drifts in and out of sleep and eventually falls asleep and gets pulled, submerged into this vast, uh, you know, it, it's as if she's in the ocean in the bathtub. A very cool effect. Yeah. Practically, there was a dude there. <laughs> And yeah. I have to assume scuba gear, right? Fucking, in a pool, <laughs> in a pool, yeah. Just in a pool. Over the bathtub was just. And apparently, this bathtub there. is made out of the same thing that the boxing ring and snatch was made of. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, hundred percent, yeah. exactly. Um, but it's a terrifying scene, and it's so well crafted. Um, she's screaming. She's she's struggling to get air. Eventually, her mom busts in, and and inexplicably, Nancy you know, wants to hide what's happening to her. So, oh, everything's fine. Everything, I slipped. Like, Fucking bitch. No. Yeah. No. I know. I know. Um, she already knows her mom's not going to give a quaalude fuck about it. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she already yeah. knows mom. Come on. Yeah. Like, I need to get my vodka out of the towel closet. <laughs> But somehow it's frozen in the towel closet. It still has fucking ice in the bottle. Joe, I'm not, I am not fucking with you. That's the exact thing I said to my wife when we were watching this movie. Oh, that's so great. I was like, why the fuck is she hiding the vodka in the linen closet? That's disgusting. Oh, that, anyway. It's not the and vodka. why is the it's bottle frosted? Eric, there is vodka yeah, hidden all few. over that fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Nancy has this harrowing experience. And it's, it's uh, again, just a beautifully crafted scene. Um, after that experience, do you know what she does? She goes to her bedroom and she watches Evil Dead. Yeah, I know. That's so great. Which is exactly what I would do if someone was clawing at my vagina in the, in the fucking bathtub. <laughs> well, how am I going to wind down tonight after that experience? Eh, little Sam Raimi's Evil Dead will do the yep. trick, you know? And do you know, you know, that's the reason that in Evil Dead 2, Freddy's, uh, his glove is hanging up. In yes, the, in the shack. In the, in the shack, yeah, exactly. Because it's sort of they, they, him and uh, him and Raimi had a uh, Craven and Raimi had a, you know, they had they had a great friendship, um, but just like a friendly rivalry of fucking with each other. So that's yeah, awesome. that's the reason for that. Yeah, that's that's fucking. I love Easter eggs, man, and, th and that's yeah, one that always right? tickled me, man. Yeah. And I yeah, I got to imagine he was like, yeah, you can use my movie, you know, it's fine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now they were already they were already best buds, so. So she's uh, she's she's on edge, obviously, you know, like she's dealing with this fucking unpredictable situation. Luckily for her, her boyfriend, Johnny Depp, lifts across the street and climbs up her. Uh, what you call it? Like a, a terrace? Trellis. A trellis. trellis. A yeah. trellis. trellis. Yeah. yeah. As you do in the 80s. I mean, right. As what? you could never do in the 80s because those things were the most unsturdy fucking things <laughs> nailed to any house on the planet. So in real life, it never worked, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I guess that's true. I never really thought about like, oh, yeah. practical applications. Never did that shit. It's not going to work. No, exactly. You never did that shit. If you, you had a ladder or or you didn't get in. <laughs> You're blowing a hole in my whole fucking concept Sorry, of childhood know, romance. Nope, every never fucking happened ever. Every 80s movie worth its salt. Yeah. You climbed Speaking up that, that fucker. Got another movie climb the trellis to add to the list. Yeah. Romeo plus Juliet. Oh my god! Please don't subject me to that fucking. Oh, movie. I love that movie. The Please DiCaprio vehicle. <clears throat> oh. oh yeah, didn't that's Baz a movie. Do that, Chris Rock. Yeah, dude, that's Is a movie Mercutio? that they would play that when we were in high school to try to get us interested in Shakespeare. So like, yeah. look how hip it is and shit. Like, look at fuck. Hey, it's Leo DiCaprio. Remember Titanic, guys? Check it, it out. Mm. Fuck that movie. But well, it's I'll, on the list now. We'll do it. So. <laughs> Yeah, Baz Luhrmann did that. There isn't a fucking movie creator and director on the planet I hate more than that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I I'm love serious. the stylistic and everything. That, the fucking style oh, of that movie. Oh, my fucking God. Moulin Rouge. All the hype that got and the awards <laughs> well, that, that got. I lasted, movie. Erica and I lasted 10 minutes into that shit piece. Yes. Okay, and turned it off. Just flat out fucking turned it off. Yeah, but that was oh. a terrible movie. Romeo yeah, plus Juliet was great. It's just an overhyped goddamn stylistic piece of shit. That's now, what I love. That's now we horror. have to now we have to do it because right, I fine. I'll I'll look. I'll tear it ten new assholes. Let's yes. bring it on. Bring it I on, wa- bitches. That's <laughs> what I want. I want to right, fucking let's do it. it. You're right. We meet, we need more con- we need more contradictory views on movies. That's true because we we so, tend to blow a lot of a lot of the yeah, same yeah because stuff. we all right we have the same taste so yeah all right yeah add it add it Joe put it right to the fucking oh top. it's already let's on there it. let's yeah. do it all right excellent we'll do it we'll do it. All right, All right, so Sorry, uh, <laughs> so get Glenn unrealistically climbs up the the rose terrace up into the bedroom, and uh, we get this. <laughs> this is a very quick clip, but it fucked me up because I forgot this line was in the movie. Joe, if you want to hit this clip, um, I'm 36 years old. Like I said, I feel like a relatively young man. Uh, Joe, you're about the same age as me, right? You're maybe a, a few years older. He's right? like 10 years older than you. 10 years <laughs> i'm 39 39 <laughs> all right hit this hit this it. clip and tell me it doesn't fucking like hurt your heart it does god i look 20 years old <laughs> bitch fuck you first she of all she was 20 years old <laughs> she was 20 years old second of all she's playing a character that's what 15 or 16 years old yeah exactly i, I feel know. four years older than i am right now get the <laughs> Fuck out of here. I don't want to ever live to 20 if it feels like this. <laughs> yeah, man. God damn it. Made me so that mad. Was, that was a way dumb line. It really was. I digress. <laughs> I digress. You're talking about the goddamn chat blowing up. My friggin' smartwatch is just vibrating off my arm because they won't shut up in that chat. <laughs> I'm Hey, just surprise me, Patreons. I'm going to tell you right now if you're listening to this. I mute you motherfuckers on oh, the I do all the regular time. 24 oh, yeah. hours. I wake up, it's like 120 missed messages. Yeah, it's 120. And, and yes. those 120 messages took place within a span of 15 fucking minutes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. and, and, it's, and it's just RJ and Steve back and forth. I was yeah. going to say, 80% yeah. of it is fucking RJ. RJ, God damn it. You ever... All right. <laughs> Pause. Do you yes. guys ever see the Joe Pesci movie, The Super? Are you oh, familiar? I favorite. downloaded it for you. I know that. You did. Yeah, I remember because that it, when we first started this joint. Yeah. Because it's it's only on VHS. and never made a DVD. Um, yeah. In that movie, he's like a slumlord, and he goes to this apartment, 
and the door is broken and it's this mexican couple and they're complaining the door is broken you gotta fix it and he's he's like no 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 no. it's not on me like you guys go out to buy an egg you buy one egg two eggs fuck you buy a dozen a dozen it's the same concept here rj condense your fucking messages into yeah. one message you don't need to send out 50 messages a sentence yeah. a sentence a sentence yes. fucking a paragraph yeah. a paragraph would ding, do. Ding, oh i hate when it's like ding, ding, literally ding, messages ding. one word and it's like i know i know <laughs> yep. i i like your nightmare on elm street or your fuck it i'm i'm in the, your nightmare before christmas uh outfit that you're wearing to the, i appreciate all that stuff fucking just condense it please he RJ. just did he just did six messages in 10 seconds i'm begging you <laughs> anyway nancy fucking rj you make me so mad <sighs> nancy <laughs> nancy said now commiserating with a boyfriend about how she feels 20 years old which fuck you and uh i've never felt older in my life god damn it um, I look 20 years old. <laughs> she asked Glenn to, to just hang in there with her and we get an awkward transition. This movie's full of awkward transition. It might as well have star wipes in it. When, when we talk about low budget, this is what it is. It feels like they don't know when to end a scene. It just ends and it fades to black. Yeah. <laughs> it yep. just starts yep. again. Um, Nancy goes to sleep. So her request of Glad was like, hey, man, just just stay awake. If it looks like I'm struggling, wake me up. Because I'm afraid that if, if he gets me in the dream, you know, obviously, like, it's a big deal. Um, so she, she allows herself to fall asleep because she's got a watchdog now in, in Johnny Depp's character, Glenn. Fucking, she goes to sleep. She's in dream world. She's walking around. She's exploring stuff. Again, and this is not a race thing. I know I've said white 80s white girl. I'm married to an 80s white girl. I, I love 80s white girls. <laughs> okay? But she just fucking... Why do you guys explore so much? <laughs> I would lock all the doors and turn all the lights out immediately. And that's why I appreciate those... Um, oh, God, what are those those movies? Uh, she... The... the teacher you just mentioned earlier the teacher is in these movies um god damn it I'm, it's a recent horror film series but in that series the characters whenever they go into a room they turn the lights on it felt very realistic to me yeah um nancy's wandering around the same kind of alleyway that that uh, tina was in in the beginning of the film and she finds this empty sort of abandoned room with a broken window um again everything about the production design is awesome mm -hmm. um it, it's stellar she makes her way to the prison where uh uh rod is is hanging out and she notices that freddie's coming into the room freddie knows she's there he's looking up at her like yep basically giving her the what the fuck are you gonna do about it he terminator two's through the bars of the I know, prison it's so great <laughs> and it's effective i mean they did a good job with the effects that they had at hand um but this is to imply that he's gonna off all of these kids one by one and rod is next we get to see tina again in the clear body bag sort of beckoning out to nancy um all of this is done to amazing effect and then we get 
a shot of a millipede crawling out of Tina's mouth. This fucking massive, disgusting bug. Oh, yeah. And there's, like, snakes and slugs and, and stuff, like, covered in mud around her feet. Um, it's super effective at creeping you the fuck out. Freddy starts chasing Nancy through the streets, knocking over trash cans. Um, it's just pure nightmare fuel. Um, yep. she, she runs back to her house, locks the doors, and... And again, like, it's supposed to be ethereal. Like, there's a lot of fog and a lot of mist. Yeah. Um, it, it does capture that feeling. If you've ever had a dream where you feel like you can't speak or yell or you can't move effectively, everything's slowed down, yeah. like, her stare is literally turned into, like, oatmeal in this right. scene. Right, And it's, you know, again, we're talking about low-budget shit, but it does work. So she cut her foot when she ran into that house, for real. That's why she was limping. Oh, really? Outside, she, she had to get stitches. It was so bad. Oh, my God. So that limp was real when she got in the house. And, of course, they cut to the, the, the melting stairs. But, yeah, she, she actually cut her foot and had to go get stitches. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I believe it because this looks right. like, a, like a bare bones kind of like you get one no, exactly. take at this Exactly. Shit. No, I but, think I, you, you've completely nailed the atmosphere and the skill with which these, you know, this, the special effects folks pulled this off. I mean, something as simple as the lighting. It was yeah. flawless, man. The lighting is what, you know, it hit Freddy just enough so that the makeup wouldn't be overexposed. But it also created the atmosphere of that dreamlike state. Because you're right. Because, yes, I always have dreams where, like, I can't keep my eyes open. Yep. So, I, like, I'm driving a car and my eyes are closing because I and, so I can't see. And yeah. it's just that lighting shit they pulled off was genius. It was fucking genius. Yeah, it's just, it's like this fuzzy, uneasy, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it works. Tilted camera angles, but not like like Joel Schumacher Batman-ish <laughs> tilted camera <laughs> angles. You know what I mean? It's just just enough to be just askew. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, not I'm view a askew, but askew. Not view stupid view. I'm, I'm a fan of yeah. That that sequence yeah. feels very uneasy and yes. and to be able to capture that because it's even hard to describe that feeling when you're talking yes. about like I had this exactly. dream and it, uh, my anxiety was pegged and I couldn't speak yeah. or yell or move or it felt like I was underwater. You know, like yeah. all of that yeah. gets translated into this into this sequence really well. Exactly. Um, he jumps through her. There's a mirror on her door and he bust through it and and yeah. what is that had to be half of their fucking budget man <laughs> like yeah right right it looks really good it looks really really good um he's on seven top years of bad luck for that though yeah <laughs> that's true that's true and again he is just fucking with her he's you know the the beauty of that glove as like the weapon of choice is that he like he moves his fingers around and he yep. clicks and clacks and scrapes it on things yep. and it and it becomes this like not it's a tool of torture it's like you know it's coming so he toys with you right. um you know and he's doing that to nancy in this in this sequence he's cutting her pillows open this feathers flying everywhere it's 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 ridiculous you know what i mean but it works um she wakes up because her fucking alarm goes off and that's the only thing that saves her she looks yeah. over at Glenn and homeboy's asleep in the corner. And he she let her down so many times in this fucking movie. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he yeah. really did. He was just bad at it. And he's a fucking teenage kid. He can't stay up past midnight. 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. Well, he's yeah. a man after my own heart. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm asleep on the couch at fucking eight thirty. No, that's true. Even in my <laughs> even in my bar days, I was the one who always wanted to go home at two in the morning. Like the bars are open till four, and by one o'clock, I'm starting to get my friends. I want to go home. <laughs> but she is she is fucking pissed. She's like, I asked you to do one. I know. Maybe, is that where the phrase "you had one job" come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had one, you had one job, job. You dickhead. <laughs> yeah, and he couldn't hang, man. And and ultimately, that will be his downfall. Like, you know, yeah. me falling asleep on the couch watching fucking bullshit Netflix is <laughs> Glenn's downfall in this movie. Yes. Unfortunately, um, Glenn has to bail because you know. There's commotion and and you know her mom's gonna come into the room and God forbid she should see Johnny Depp in there fucking you know so he he again on the trellis the unrealistic trellis that's his <laughs> but but she's hung up on this idea of like we got to go back to the prison and we got to intervene on Rod's behalf because he didn't do this it was Freddie and Freddie's gonna get him and I know this because I know this right right. And he's a he's a good supportive boyfriend. You can tell he thinks she's fucking crazy. <laughs> but he's like, all right, like I'm still trying to slide it in, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, we'll go to, to the police station, you know, and all that shit. Uh, they go down there, and and they're intercepted by her dad. He's a chief, you know what I mean? And and he's obviously concerned about his daughter. Um, it's like he, you know, just you got to get the fuck out of here, kid. Um, but she, he wants to humor her in a lot of ways. As this is happening, lo and behold, the uh, the sheets on Rod's prison bed are starting to wrap around his neck, pulled by yeah. some invisible force. Another great effect. Yeah. And you know? this is all that old school just running the film in reverse yeah. shit. You yeah, know? exactly. Yep. And it works, man. It it yeah. it's never not worked. Like it it, I'm looking at it right now, and it fuck it, it's flawless. Yeah. Um, so Freddie, plot wise, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay, admittedly, Freddy Krueger has no problem like fucking filleting teen, <laughs> teens yeah. on ceilings, but in this case, he wants to make it look like a suicide. <laughs> well, I, I think I think that he he was trying to perpetuate the story and give him more give himself more time that rod did everything and now he felt guilty to kill himself yeah sure i mean so yeah that 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 makes sense to me i'm just looking at this movie i'm like okay in the opening scene you cut this girl in a very improbable way (laughs) yeah like the cops in this movie are so inept dude oh they're horrible it's, they're horrible. The crime must be through the roof in that town. <laughs> yeah. The opening scene and later when we experience what happens to Glenn, it, it's just, it's not even physically possible. And they're like, huh, this is weird. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Rod Rod is hung by Freddy Krueger in his jail cell and it looks like a suicide. Um, I thought his dick was small. Yeah, right? <laughs> no. Hung? Rod's got a joint, bro, but this, you know, you know, it's only room for four letters on it. You don't know how big those letters were, bro. 
Oh, that's true. Like what Billboard font size, size. they get into? Yeah. yeah. And and you know, if Todd would have just thought to use a hot pipe to wake Tina up the way that Nancy woke herself up with a hot pipe, this might have been. He might have been able to save her. I got a fucking hot pipe for you right here. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Joe, you're a treasure. <laughs> that's one word for it. <laughs> to us, you are. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, Rod's dead. He's the next in the uh, hit list of fucking Rod's Freddy dead, baby. Rod's, Rod's dead. dead. Up yours with a twirly lawnmower. That's what's written <laughs> on his fucking tombstone. Yeah. So we smash cut to poor Rod's funeral. All the kids are there. All the parents are there. There's a priest there, kind of giving like a half-assed. Holy memorial. shit! He was busting on Rod so bad. <laughs> using the bible to trash rod's life it was fucking amazing yeah okay it was great man yeah he basically <laughs> was on some like those who live by the sword yeah die by the sword <laughs> yeah. so fuck this guy exactly but also rest in yeah. peace <laughs> yes yep yep it was so great <laughs> Um, you know, Nancy's father, the police chief, is is growing increasingly concerned with Nancy and her sort of erratic behavior and the statement she's making. Understandably, maybe. Um, but at this point, also, you've got, like, mad murderers in your town. So Exactly. He just thinks she's taking after mom, that's all. <laughs> yeah. Did you get into that linen closet vodka? Exactly. God damn it. Those quaaludes are prescription, damn it. Don't you touch those? <laughs> So Nancy goes to a sleep study because, you know, she's at this point a full-fledged insomniac and everybody's concerned about her, her yeah. mental health. Um, I would love... Have you guys ever done a, a sleep study? I have not, no. I'd like to because then I get my kids to sleep. I would like to yeah. too because I'm pretty See, sure... my I sleep had... study was drugs. <laughs> I went to a doctor <laughs> and said I can't sleep and they gave me drugs and it works. <laughs> It's great. Take this bottle of Quaaludes. Exactly. Just take this every night about a half hour before you want to sleep. And trust me, you'll be asleep. <laughs> yeah. They, prescri they prescribed me a bottle of Quaaludes and three exactly. bottles of vodka, but they told me to hide it in various closets in my yeah. home. <laughs> I would love to do a sleep study because I feel like um, I snore. So maybe there's like some sleep apnea there. I don't know. Yeah. We'll yeah. But they do a sleep study on Nancy and... I don't. Do you guys know who this actor is? The the doctor. He looks Charles very Fleischer. familiar to me. Okay. Roger fucking Rabbit, baby. There you go. He's Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Yeah, Charles Fleischer. <laughs> he looks semi-normal because he he usually had the very like like bushed out afro, you know, yes. like white yes. guy afro and, and crazy hair because he is a stand-up comedian too, and and uh, he did voices. So okay. um, yeah, that was his whole bit. He was a funny dude. He's probably he's still got, is. I don't know that he's alive or dead. I'm killing <laughs> Charles Fleischer, but he could still be a funny dude. I don't know. Was well, Afro was tight, tight. Yes. In yeah. Exactly. Movie. Exactly. It's very tame. Yeah. But he plays like the the doctor who's on call for the sleep study, and and um, of course, you know, things go awry when she starts to have her nightmares. These fucking needles go off the chart. They got to run in and wake her up. They've never seen anything like it because, of course, right. there's a, a dream demon in her motherfucking mind. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, the cool thing about this scene 
And the infuriating thing about this scene is when she wakes up from her experience with Freddy, she's able to physically pull his hat off his head from the dream world into the yes. real world and pulls it out from under her covers. And everyone in the room is, it's her mother, but it's also him and the assistant, the nurse. And they're looking at her like, where the fuck did you get that <laughs> that burnt, nasty fedora? She And yeah. she tells them, I pulled it off of him. You know, I brought it with me in the dream. They end the scene there, and it's incredibly frustrating, as are many things in this film, as we get deeper into it, because it's like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> I know you didn't come in here with that old-ass fedora. Something's going <laughs> Right. What's going on, man? Yep, yep. But they just shove it to the back burner, and they're like, well, you know, you just need to get some sleep. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I materialized a hat. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, Joe, if you want to hit the next clip for me, we get into, we talked about MacGuffins earlier, and, and they introduced the concept of Freddy Krueger. But here we talk about um, sort of the historical background of what's going on in a conversation between Nancy and Glenn. And and this is really what gives her the um, the idea or the, the spark in which to fight back against this monster in the film. Instead of screaming and getting all nuts, you say, okay, I'm going to make up my mind. That I fall into a magic world, where it's something special like a, a poem or a song. They get all their art and literature from dreams. Just wake up and write it down. Dream skills. What if they meet a monster in their dreams? Then what? They turn their back on it, take away its energy, and it disappears. But what happens if they don't do that? Well, then I guess those people don't wake up to tell what happens. <laughs> Great. So, basically, this is, it's a clunky bit of dialogue, I'll admit. Yeah. But <laughs> as, as much of the dialogue in this movie is. But we, we, we're introduced to this idea that she's got power that she doesn't realize she has. She can tap right. into this, this, this uh, ancient, you know, mysticism, which... Which basically, you turn your back on it. You can take its power away. You can exactly. You're it's your it dream. Your so yeah, yeah. And this will pay off in a huge way as we get to the climax of this film. Well, this goes. You know, this is this is this is something that bothered me about this. Um, I might as well bring it up now. So at the beginning of the movie, when the four of them are still alive, when the four kids are still alive, and they 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 bring up the fact that they're they're both you know Nancy and 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 uh, um, Tina both dreamed about the guy with the with the finger knives when they first when they both first say that Glenn looks at both of them because he dreamed the same thing right but he doesn't this motherfucker doesn't bring this up the rest of the fucking movie okay like in that scene when he's talking about fighting in the dreams you know, and she says, well, what happens if you can't kill a monster? Well, I guess you don't wake up. What do you mean you guess? You saw this fucking guy in your own dream, and you still won't say that you saw it. What's wrong with you, you know? So anyway. He's in, yeah. he's so in he, he had denial. one job to do, and he didn't do any of it. No, no. <laughs> okay. 
This motherfucker. This Johnny Depp right? motherfucker. Johnny Depp motherfucker. He gets what's Fucking coming. Fucking things up even before he's <laughs> famous. Well, listen, guys. Uh, we're about close to yeah. I'd say you know what. I'm. Uh, I'm one of the three hosts of the show. I can do this. I have authority here. I think you here. can. You can make an executive decision. Yeah. Another movie to add to the list. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. No, I'm just yeah. fucking around. I would never submit. And you to we're that. done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shut it down, boys. But uh, no, listen. We're, we're going to take a break. Um, join us for part three and the finale. Yeah, we'll be we'll be driving this one home of a nightmare on elm street we're gonna get into the end we're gonna rate this motherfucker um you know spoiler alert i'm gonna give it a high rating because it gives me the warm fuzzies but there are problems with this movie we're gonna get into them hang on uh join us for part three of nightmare on elm street and thank you for being a listener do you know anyone with a birthday get them some custom art at artofericpabone.com Want to impress your significant other on your anniversary? Skip the wilted flowers in the dirty CVS teddy bear. Commission a custom family portrait at artofericbabone.com. Maybe you're just like me and you like unique pieces of art, celebrating your favorite films, comics, and pop culture. Head to artofericbabone.com and shop till you drop. And don't forget, MOTCU listeners get special discounted pricing on all custom art. Don't pay some cookie-cutter bullshit from Hobby Lobby. I'm pretty sure child labor was involved in that painting of a cow you just had to have. Be a hero and support local art at artofericpabone.com. 